Chapter Four of At the Back of the North Wind by George MacDonald. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Four, North Wind. And as she stood looking towards London, Diamond saw that she was trembling. Are you cold, North Wind? He asked. No, Diamond. She answered, looking down upon him with a smile. I am only getting ready to sweep one of my rooms. Those careless, greedy, untidy children make it in such a mess. And as she spoke, he could have told by her voice, if he had not seen with his eyes, that she was growing larger and larger. Her head went up and up towards the stars, and as she grew, still trembling through all her body, her hair also grew longer and longer and lifted itself from her head and went out in black waves the next moment however it fell back around her and she grew less and less till she was only a tall woman then she put her hands behind her head and gathered some of her hair and began weaving and knotting it together when she had done she bent down her beautiful face close to his and said diamond i am afraid you would not keep hold of me and if i were to drop you i don't know what might happen so i have been making a place for you in my hair come diamond held out his arms for with that grand face looking at him he believed like a baby she took him in her hands threw him over her shoulder and said get in diamond and diamond parted her hair with his hands crept between and feeling about soon found the woven nest it was just like a pocket or like the shawl in which gypsy women carry their children north wind put her hands to her back felt all about the nest and finding it safe said are you comfortable diamond yes indeed answered diamond the next moment he was rising in the air north wind grew towering up to the place of the clouds her hair went streaming out from her till it spread like a mist over the stars she flung herself abroad in space diamond held on by two of the twisted ropes which parted and interwoven formed his shelter for he could not help being a little afraid as soon as he had come to himself he peeped through the woven meshes for he did not dare to look over the top of the nest the earth was rushing past like a river or a sea below him trees and water and green grass hurried away beneath a great roar of wild animals rose as they rushed over the zoological gardens mixed with a chattering of monkeys and a screaming of birds but it died away in a moment behind them and now there was nothing but the roofs of houses sweeping along like a great torrent of stones and rocks chimney-pots fell and tiles flew from the roofs but it looked to him as if they were left behind by the roofs and the chimneys as they scudded away there was a great roaring for the wind was dashing against london like a sea but at north wind's back diamond of course felt nothing of it all he was in a perfect calm he could hear the sound of it that was all by and by he raised himself and looked over the edge of his nest there were the houses rushing up and shooting away below him like a fierce torrent of rocks instead of water 
then he looked up to the sky but could see no stars they were hidden by the blinding masses of the lady's hair which swept between he began to wonder whether she would hear him if he spoke he would try please north wind he said what is that noise from high over his head came the voice of north wind answering him gently the noise of my besom i am the old woman that sweeps the cobwebs from the sky only i'm busy with the floor now what makes the houses look as if they were running away i am sweeping so fast over them but please north wind i knew london was very big but i didn't know it was so big as this it seems as if we should never get away from it we are going round and round else we should have left it long ago is this the way you sweep north wind yes i go round and round with my great besom please would you mind going a little slower for i want to see the streets you won't see much now why because i have nearly swept all the people home oh i forgot said diamond and was quiet after that for he did not want to be troublesome but she dropped a little towards the roof of the houses and diamond could see down into the streets there were very few people about though the lamps flickered and flared again but nobody seemed to want them suddenly diamond espied a little girl coming along a street she was dreadfully blown by the wind and the broom she was trailing behind her was very troublesome it seemed as if the wind had a spite at her it kept worrying her like a wild beast and tearing at her rags she was so lonely there oh please north wind he cried won't you help that little girl no diamond i mustn't leave my work but why shouldn't you be kind to her i am kind to her i am sweeping the wicked smells away but you're kinder to me dear north wind why shouldn't you be as kind to her as you are to me there are reasons diamond everybody can't be done to all the same everybody is not ready for the same thing but i don't see why i should be kinder used than she do you think nothing's to be done but what you can see diamond you silly it's all right of course you can help her if you like you've got nothing particular to do at this moment i have oh do let me help her then but you won't be able to wait perhaps no i can't wait you must do it yourself and mind the wind will get a hold of you too don't you want me to help her north wind not without having some idea what will happen if you break down and cry that won't be much of a help to her and it will make a goose of little diamond i want to go said diamond only there's just one thing how am i to get home if you're anxious about that perhaps you had better go with me i am bound to take you home again if you do there cried diamond who was still looking after the little girl i'm sure the wind will blow her over and perhaps kill her do let me go they had been sweeping more slowly along the line of the street there was a lull in the roaring well though i cannot promise to take you home said north wind as she sank nearer and nearer to the tops of the houses 
i can promise you it will be all right in the end you will get home somehow have you made up your mind what to do yes to help the little girl said diamond firmly the same moment north wind dropped into the street and stood only a tall lady but with her hair flying up over the housetops she put her hands to her back took diamond and set him down in the street the same moment he was caught in the fierce coils of the blast and all but blown away north wind stepped back a step and at once towered in stature to the height of the houses a chimney-pot clashed at diamond's feet he turned in terror but it was to look for the little girl and when he turned again the lady had vanished and the wind was roaring along the street as if it had been the bed of an invisible torrent the little girl was scudding before the blast her hair flying too and behind her she dragged her broom her little legs were going as fast as ever they could to keep her from falling diamond crept into the shelter of a doorway thinking to stop her but she passed him like a bird crying gently and pitifully stop stop little girl shouted diamond starting in pursuit i can't wailed the girl the wind won't leave go of me diamond could run faster than she and he had no broom in a few moments he had caught her by the frock but it tore in his hand and away went the little girl so he had to run again and this time he ran so fast that he got before her and turning round caught her in his arms when down they went both together which made the little girl laugh in the midst of her crying where are you going asked diamond rubbing the elbow that had stuck farthest out the arm it belonged to was twined round the lamp-post as he stood between the little girl and the wind home she said gasping for breath then i will go with you said diamond and then they were silent for a while for the wind blew worse than ever and they had both to hold on to the lamp-post where is your crossing asked the girl at length i don't sweep answered diamond what do you do then asked she you ain't big enough for most things i don't know what i do do answered he feeling rather ashamed nothing i suppose my father's mr coleman's coachman have you a father she said staring at him as if a boy with a father was a natural curiosity yes haven't you returned diamond no nor mother neither old sal's all i've got and she began to cry again i wouldn't go to her if she wasn't good to me said diamond but you must go somewheres move on said the voice of a policeman behind them i told you so said the girl you must go somewheres they're always at it but old sal doesn't beat you does she i wish she would what do you mean asked diamond quite bewildered she would if she was my mother but she wouldn't lie abed a cuddling of her ugly old bones and laugh to hear me crying at the door you don't mean she won't let you in to-night it'll be a good chance if she does why are you out so late then asked diamond my crossing's a long way off at west end and i had been indulging in doorsteps and muses we'd better have a try anyhow said diamond come along 
as he spoke diamond thought he caught a glimpse of north wind turning a corner in front of them and when they turned the corner too they found it quiet there but he saw nothing of the lady now you lead me he said taking her hand and i'll take care of you the girl withdrew her hand but only to dry her eyes with her frock for the other had enough to do with her broom she put it in his again and led him turning after turning until they stopped at a cellar door in a very dirty lane there she knocked i shouldn't like to live here said diamond oh yes you would if you had nowhere else to go to answered the girl i only wish we may get in i don't want to go in said diamond where do you mean to go then home to my home where is that i don't exactly know then you're worse off than i am oh no for north wind began diamond and stopped he hardly knew why what said the girl as she held her ear to the door listening but diamond did not reply neither did old sal i told you so said the girl she is wide awake hearkening but we don't get in what will you do then asked diamond move on she answered where oh anywheres bless you i'm used to it hadn't you better come home with me then <laughs> that's a good joke when you don't know where it is come on but where oh nowheres in particular come on diamond obeyed the wind had now fallen considerably they wandered on and on turning in this direction and that without any reason for one way more than another until they had got out of the thick of the houses into a waste kind of place but this time they were both very tired diamond felt a good deal inclined to cry and thought he had been very silly to get down from the back of north wind not that he would have minded it if he had done the girl any good but he thought he had been of no use to her he was mistaken there for she was far happier for having diamond with her than if she had been wandering about alone she did not seem so tired as he was do let us rest a bit said diamond let's see she answered there's something like a railway there perhaps there's an open arch they went towards it and found one and better still there was an empty barrel lying under the arch hello here we are said the girl a barrel's the jolliest bet going on the tramp i mean we'll have forty winks and then go on again she crept in and diamond crept in beside her they put their arms round each other and when he began to grow warm diamond's courage began to come back this is jolly he said i'm so glad i don't think so much of it said the girl i'm used to it i suppose but i can't think how a kid like you comes to be out all alone this time o' night she called him a kid but she was not really a month older than he was only she had had to work for her bread and that so soon makes people older but i shouldn't have been out so late if i hadn't got down to help you said diamond north wind is gone home long ago i think you must have got out of one of them hidget asylums said the girl you said something about the north wind afore that i couldn't get the rights of so now for the sake of his character diamond had to tell her the whole story 
she did not believe a word of it she said he wasn't such a flat as to believe all that bosh but as she spoke there came a great blast of wind through the arch and set the barrel rolling so they made haste to get out of it for they had no notion of being rolled over and over as if they had been packed tight and wouldn't hurt like a barrel of herrings i thought we should have had a sleep said diamond but i can't say i'm very sleepy after all come let's go on again they wandered on and on sometimes sitting on a doorstep but always turning into lanes or fields when they had a chance they found themselves at last on a rising ground that sloped rather steeply on the other side it was a waste kind of spot below bounded by an irregular wall with a few doors in it outside lay broken things in general from garden rollers to flower-pots and wine-bottles but the moment they reached the brow of the rising ground a gust of wind seized them and blew them downhill as fast as they could run nor could diamond stop before he went bang against one of the doors in the wall to his dismay it burst open when they came to themselves they peeped in it was the back door of a garden ah ah cried diamond after staring for a few moments i thought so north wind takes nobody in here i am in master's garden i tell you what little girl you just bore a hole in old sal's wall and put your mouth to it and say please north wind mayn't i go out with you and then you'll see what'll come i dare say i shall but i'm out in the wind too often already to want more of it i said with the north wind not in it it's all one it's not all one it is all one but i know best and i know better i'll box your ears said the girl diamond got very angry but he remembered that even if she did box his ears he mustn't box hers again for she was a girl and all that boys must do if girls are rude is to go away and leave them so he went in at the door good-bye mister said the girl this brought diamond to his senses i'm sorry i was cross he said come in and my mother will give you some breakfast no thank you i must be off to my crossing it's morning now i'm very sorry for you said diamond well it is a life to be tired of what with old sal and so many holes in my shoes i wonder you're so good i should kill myself oh no you wouldn't when i think of it i always want to see what's coming next and so i always wait till next is over well i suppose there's somebody happy somewheres but it ain't in them carriages oh my how they do look sometimes fit to bite your head off good-bye she ran up the hill and disappeared behind it then diamond shut the door as he best could and ran through the kitchen garden to the stable and wasn't he glad to get into his own blessed bed again End of chapter 4 Recording by Marisol Quee